Well, hello there, and welcome back to episode six of the Master Brief Podcast. You're getting pretty good at that. I like to think I'm good at it. Anyway, that's right. We're here and ready to power through the extreme news drought that is currently plaguing the Halo universe. This week, we'll touch on the Shadow Drop 343 pulled on Reset Day, a potential leak for upcoming maps, a strange Halo crossover promotion, and the upcoming Twitch drops for the Halo World Championship. Then we'll discuss a few gameplay mechanics from Halo's past that have been quietly cut or altered and make our arguments as to why they should return. And finally, we'll cap off the episode with another round of Halo 20 questions. But as always, before we get into the news, I want to say thanks for dropping in to check out the podcast. My name is Boar, and I'm joined once again by my fellow Spartans, Conquest. Hello. And Famine. What up? Okay. The only real tangible news this week was the Shadow Drop by 343 on Reset Day. This week we got ranked free-for-all, put into the ranked rotation, which is nice for solo players. My concern there is the population. If I remember correctly, based on the numbers 343 provided about a month ago, Rumble Pit was one of the lowest ranking playlist population-wise? Yeah, I believe it was. I don't know if it was above or below doubles, though. That's my question. I think it was below. I thought it was bottom, because I mentioned that they're not going to cut the only solo experience. I might be incorrect, but, I mean, that goes further into... Now we're splitting that even further, because there's two solo playlists. However, I would be going against my own philosophy saying there shouldn't be one because I don't really care about the population and the numbers give the people the option. And if the queue time is too long, they can move to another playlist, but leave it up to me. You know what I mean? Right. So within the new ranked free for all playlist, there's only two game types, Slayer and King of the Hill. I don't really think King of the Hill is a good fit. I think it's a little too chaotic on top of the already chaotic solo experience. It's really just third partying. And King of the Hill is going to be even more people are just going to be sitting outside and shooting. I think Oddball would have been a better fit, but Solo turns into people just going for kills anyway and not playing the objective. You put Ranked on top of that, I think it's just going to make it worse because it rewards players for just killing a lot. Yeah, it definitely needs to be just Ranked Slayer, Rumble Pit. Yeah. It's the issue with the way they've built Ranked in the Solo experience. People just want to kill each other. Like, nobody plays the objectives, like, ever. Yeah. Also, I pulled up the rank list again for the playlists, and the only thing that was less popular than Rumble Pit was Bot Boot Camp. Yeah. So there you go. And you're cutting that even further now. And you got a 50 50 shot of playing Slayer with that. Now, you had people like Doc. Doc tried to play Halo the other day, which, you know, is a big name to come back to the game. Tried to play solo, kept getting oddball. Got it like three or four times in a row, just quit and shut the game off. That's a problem. People yeah. don't want to play the, the game modes. You want to select what you want to select. Yeah, I, I know. I, I personally hate anytime oddball comes up or even one flag in team games. Mm. And there's there's definitely some uh, tax layer with the mangler. <laughs> I just yeah. don't I mean, enjoy oddball that has its uses all. for challenges and stuff like getting score things like that because you can you know the whole game is going to go it's going to go the full time length so you have more time to kill whereas you get in there with a fragger that's only going to 25 you'll probably get that within five minutes you got 10 minutes to get your score up just by killing people in in free for that's the only thing oddball serves right now is for challenges but that was only part of it uh so the second part of the drop this week was social slayer i take issue with the naming 
because that implies that Team Slayer is not part of the social playlist. But at, at this point, 343 is just swinging wild with the way they're naming playlists. I mean, I eventually we're going to get to a point where, you know, you, you queue up for SWAT and you're going to spawn with rockets. Like, that's that's kind of, it's it's insane. They're just naming things at random. Social at this point just means fiesta. Yeah, no, <laughs> you know what it, means? it means action sack. It, that's yeah. what action sack used to be. But they, yeah. they're coming on saying, you know, oh, no, we have a different plan for action sack. And it's going to be forge related stuff. And it's like, that's not, that's fine. But you can start with this and build into it. Like, I don't understand why action sack is now just a forge thing. That doesn't make any sense to me. It's always, it could be both. Yep. I agree. Yeah. I, they just want to be hard headed. That's all it is. They have a thing that they want to do that's their own way and not what's always been done, which is fine, but it's it's pointless. I mean, we're splitting hairs at that point. I just don't understand it. But within the Social Slayer playlist, we got Kong Slayer, Ninja Slayer, Purple Rain Slayer, Rock and Repulsor Slayer, and Rocket Dodgeball. Famine, you and I played some of this on Tuesday when we noticed it. I forget what we got. What did we get? We got Rock and Repulsors? Yeah, I believe so. It was okay. Uh, it's... It's not overly fun, I, but I'm, once again, I'm not going to advocate that it shouldn't be the game. It, it is dumb fun if I want to jump in there and not care. Yeah, it, it definitely has its has its spot in Halo. Yeah. It's just it's just not a not a playlist that you're going to find me in all the time. Yeah, it's one of those playlists that I mean, Kong Slayer. Is there skill in that? Not really. People are just lobbing the fusion coils and stuff everywhere. Ninja Slayer is frustrating because that kind of turns into third partying too, or it turns into People just sword in each other, so they end up just sticking somebody. Uh, I have a real problem anytime I go to throw a fusion coil. Uh, if there's a wall anywhere near me when I have that thing in my hand, I've I've already blown myself up. It'll it'll always hit to the right. I don't really know the difference. And once again, I've we didn't play enough of it. To the left of me, that when I release that, sense. yeah, it's it's absolutely just not good for me to have a fusion coil in my hand. That sounds like the playlist for you. I don't know what the difference between Rock and Repulsors and Rocket Dodgeball is, if I'm being honest. I didn't. I don't think we played enough. I, don't, I think I'm probably done for the week on the game. What is Purple Rain? Purple Rain is Needlers. Oh, interesting. Which, you know, that it sucks. could be fun. It could be annoying as, you know, the day is long, too. I don't, I don't know. Like I said, I don't have any desire to play a lot of those, but I'm glad they're there. There seems to be very good reception to them. You don't really see as many people complaining that why is it named Social Slayer and what's that make Team Slayer and what's that make Rank Team Slayer? I don't know. It's also, with that with that update, it seems like they've mistakenly gotten rid of Team Doubles Ranked. Yeah, and they haven't. So on the official thing, I didn't see them say anything about that. You're the one that brought that to my attention. So what did so, you find on that? I saw some forum posts saying that, hey, ranked team doubles is no longer on the playlist. And it, from what I saw, it looked like they didn't mean to take that away and it, it was going to be re-added, I guess. I, it's a little unclear for me, too. I didn't find much on it, but that Probably sounds like something that would happen. Again. <laughs> so there's that. It's interesting. Um, so moving on from that, the only other concrete it's not concrete. The only real news we got was there was a map leak from credible leaker Seraja in a tweet they posted. 343 is moving towards a three-month season situation starting with season three and look to be releasing two maps per season 
if the roadmap they posted is accurate. So what they posted, so season three is supposed to get exiled in Ridgeline, exiled being BTB, Ridgeline being Arena, and then some new Forge canvases, which makes sense because, you know, Forge is coming. Season four, map called an Engine, which is a big team battle map, and Beltway, which is an Arena map. I wonder if Beltway is similar to, there was an old Halo 2 map that had like trains and stuff coming through it. Oh yeah, I remember that map. Yeah. I wonder if they'll do something like that. I mean, maybe it's like cars or something. I don't know. Season five, Forbidden, which is Big Team Battle and Crystal Caves, which is Arena. And then season six, you got Frigate, which is Big Team Battle and Forest, which is Arena. I can see Forest being a remake of, man, what was that map in Halo 4 called? It had like the purple forest and the three thing in the middle there. Oh, that's going to bug me. There was the tree that people always sniped at from. There was yeah, like a we center base. A big tree. Um, yeah. I, yeah, yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about, and I don't remember the name of that map. It had like the cliff that we called beach, even though it wasn't a beach. It was just a cliff. Yeah, it was just a cliff side. What is yeah, that? There know. was a drift. And then... What? A drift was... Yeah, a drift was a more circular one. Cliffs, right? Yeah. Or it was that one. What was that? I feel like it started with an A. I th- Abandoned. I think it does too. Abandoned. Or is it just abandoned? Abandoned. It doesn't matter. Abandoned. I wonder Abandoned. if it could Abandoned. be that. They haven't remade any of their old maps, of their old maps, so I'd be interested to see if if that's what they do. But, so based on essentially what we got in the leak, a new arena and a big team battle map every three months. No real confirmation on whether these maps are going to be solely dev maps or, you know, one time they're going to be dev maps. The next three months later, they're going to be Forge creation maps like we're getting with the winter update. I would say a lot of these maps are probably going to be Forge. Just that's where my head's at. I think two maps every three months along with a new battle pass every three months for a new season. A new weapon, equipment, playlists, and, you know, the events they have planned per season. That's super ambitious for them, and I have no faith that they can back up that claim. They just haven't shown us they can deliver anything remotely close to that kind of content on that kind of schedule. Yeah, and honestly, it's probably easier for them to build the map in Forge than it is to build it in their actual engine. Yeah. But moving on from the leak, so this is kind of a weird topic. It's going to be super quick, but it did pop up in my feed this week, and it caught my attention enough that I did dig into it a little further. So, Uh (laughs) yeah. So Halo is, it's no stranger to like brand deals and crossover promotions. And sometimes they're exciting. Like everybody remembers Halo 3 Game Fuel. It's awesome. It's like revered. Yeah, one of the greatest drinks of all time. Yeah, it's it's fantastic. It's probably disgusting now, but I remember it being fantastic. So it will always be fantastic. Probably one of the greatest tasting flavors for soda ever. Yeah. But then you have, for every like awesome crossover promotion like that you have just ugly duds of a promotion like there were like all these halo 4 branded triton headsets back in the day that i bought just to collect so they're not all winners but for some reason regardless of how ugly they are as a fan and a collector part of me wants them like even those ugly master chief wolverine boots that launched not that long ago that went out of stock super quick and i didn't get to get a pair I still track them on StockX to this day because I want them, and, but they're like essentially a thousand bucks at this point because they, I think they were super limited to like maybe 500 and like, it's crazy, but I want them. I don't know what it is. It's an addiction thing. 
but obviously I'm not going to pay a thousand bucks for something I'm not going to wear probably ever. But that's besides the point. And it does bring you back to the, the original topic of how expensive some of these crossovers can get. So the latest crossover that popped up in my feed was an office chair company that I haven't heard of before is doing a promotion with Halo. And for starters, I'm shocked that Halo is partnering with an office chair company and not a gaming chair company. It just seems weird. Like gamers tend to mirror essentially what they see streamers have. And with streamers, you see like DX racer chairs and secret lab chairs, these big flashy chairs that look good on stream. So you think from a marketing standpoint, video game themed chair, you'd market to a company like that where gamers are going to have some point of reference in that space. But they went with an office chair route and that's fine. Honestly, the gaming chairs aren't super comfortable anyway. I probably will go with a real office chair. My next one. Um, but this new chair is from a company called Hayworth. Did you look at the chair, Famine, on the show notes? Yeah, I did. I, I just looked at the design for it. <laughs> yeah. So I'm just going to read the tagline and a few of the things here, and then we're going to discuss this chair because it's, it's kind of crazy. When you load up the page, it says, Introducing the Fern Halo Special Edition Gaming Chair, exclusively designed for legendary Spartans, precision engineered for comfort. It supports the entire body for hours of comfort, level after level. Some of the features include certified authentic an exclusive patch guarantees your chair is one of a kind and sanctioned by the unsc first off unsc is a real whatever one of a kind means they only made one and that is not the case so that's kind of weird i don't see where they're numbered it says code number verified embroidery on each headrest nods to the legendary spartan super soldier the master chief and emblem edition that's a lot of marketing speak um if that didn't sell it on you I'll just give you kind of the rundown on it. It looks like a standard office chair with a headrest. It's that ugly Master Chief green that all these companies use when they're mimicking Chief's armor. It always looks, yeah, it always looks a bit off and it's ugly. It has bright white 117 embroidered on the headrest. That is it. An interesting curve to the chair. Yeah. Are you looking at it now? Yeah. Yeah. So I don't, I don't know who's buying this thing. Um, (laughs) I don't know who's buying an ugly green office chair for their desk job. I mean, we worked in an office. Nobody had that kind of stuff. I'll, t- I'll tell you what. It would probably it would probably fit in my office. Given where oh. I work, it, it probably would. It would not fit in with but ours. But just that, that, like, drab olive green. I actually I actually kind of like that color. I'm not going to lie. What I, what I don't like is it's not unique. That, that chair does not scream halo to me except for... The 117 on it. That, that's it. I would much rather have a Reach-themed chair or something with, like, the huge UNSC logo, you know? it. Uh, I don't know. It's very weird. It's the, uh, you have the upholstered, like, leather for the seat and then the mesh for the back. Yeah. It, it's probably super comfortable. If it is a, if it's a top probably. brand, like, the Herman Miller chairs and stuff, they're, like full-blown office chairs, super, like, super high-end, comfortable, right? Way better than these gamer chairs that you get for a couple hundred bucks. But that takes me into it. Like, Famine sounds like he's sold on it. It comes out in five days. <laughs> the price starts at $1,500. Starts means it gets more expensive what? somehow. $1,500. That kind Is of price. A, is it a smart office chair? Like, can I recline no. it using using Bluetooth? No, it's just does got it the normal. Does it have normal bells and whistles of the? Does stuff it have a subwoofer around. in the headrest? 
Like, it does not have any of that stuff. <laughs> it better be real comfortable. But that that brings me back to my point because I honestly was gonna buy it. Like, I bought oh, yeah, all the I Razor gear. And I don't even use it. It's sitting in a box behind me on a shelf just because I like the way it looks. Even though it's also that ugly green. If it's fifteen hundred dollars and I can't sleep in it, I'm not gonna buy it. <laughs> but that's that's kind of my point. You know, that price cuts out 99% of, like, gamers and people who would buy it. So I'm confused who they made this chair for. Because, you know, I'm about as diehard of a Halo fan as you can get. I waste money on tons of stuff trying to own, like, every single little Halo thing for the collection, right? And this even has me sitting back going, you're out of your mind. What was the, no what was the brand? Uh, Hallworth? Hallworth, Hayworth? Yeah. yeah, Yeah, it's... H.A. Worth. Right. And I'm looking right here, the the basic, just the regular run-of-the-mill basic computer chair, 1345. And it's stuff that you would see in any store. Yeah. It is crazy. I was, I was, it was a sticker shock, majorly. But like I said, I don't know who it's for. I I truly don't. And I know (laughs) this is more of a video game podcast, but that is Halo related. And it's something I saw no one else covering. I don't know if, like, just the algorithms like no like hey this guy wastes his money on a bunch of halo stuff send it to him so it just popped up in mine and nobody else is as dumb as me but yeah i saw it and i immediately clicked it because i was like yeah i want that and i was like oh no i don't want that oh it's not even a it's not even a mesh back does is it is it i a think mesh it back? is okay i think it's it a looks, mesh it back. looks mesh uh have you seen the quote it says and i quote we wanted to create a chair that felt more like a human and less like an object. I don't know. I'd have to sit in it. <laughs> so with that said, I'd love to have it. So if Hallworth wants to, is listening and they want to send us one, we'll take it. Yeah. We'll review it. If you want to sponsor it, you know what? We'll split it between the three of us. Our email is in the description. Uh, let's go on to a few more kind of tangible things. So on the 20th, the, the Halo World Championships start. So there's going to be Twitch drops. There's actually a surprising amount of drops this time, so I'm just going to quickly run through them. From October 20th to the 23rd, if you watch for two hours, you'll receive the Winter Circle nameplate. It's really just a maroon and red chief kind of posing with an AR and some stars on there. Nothing too flashy. If you watch for two hours on the 21st through the 23rd, you'll receive the On Track nameplate, which is just like a black and white Forerunner-looking emblem, as well as watching for two hours on... The 22nd or 20 and 23rd, you'll receive the on-track armor coating, which is just white with a couple of shades of blue on there. Not too flashy either. But when you move into the 23rd is where you get the, the more exciting drops. So during the grand finals on the 23rd, if you watch for an hour, you'll receive the Gladiator's Edge skin for your BR. Once again, we've talked about it before. It's the Diamond skin and the Halo World Championship charm, which is just the trophy. And finally, if you watch for two hours of the Grand Finals on the 23rd, you'll receive the Gladiator's Edge armor coating for three armor cores. So that's full-blown body diamond for your Spartan. Like I've said in the past, I don't think they're handling diamond skins out properly, but I do like the amount of drops they're handing out this time. So I'm definitely going to turn it on and just minimize it like always and just grab the cool stuff. I don't even I don't even know if I'm going to do that this time. I'm uh, just... Not all that I really only want in watching optic win <laughs> the body the body like the the armor coating for the for the for the full Spartans I don't care about the other ones but you know if you hit the requirements for that on the 23rd you'll get every other one but if I'm being completely honest what I've found with myself lately 
And it, I don't think it's just a Halo thing. It's kind of what I'm tending to do in all shooters and all games. I'm becoming a little jaded with all the skins and the the doodads that they're putting in these things nowadays. Doodads. Yeah. Term. That I think that is official. So I put them on. Like, I'll, I want them, right? I'll put them on, but I end up taking them off, especially in Halo. There's something about the way Halo is and the way the weapons are colored. It It's just part of the identity of the gun to me. Like, a BR skin. I used to have a red one on because, like, red's my theme. But the BR does not feel like the BR when it's not jet black with that blue tinted scope. The green AR. I pick up someone's green AR in the game and I'm like, ah, it's just distracting. But I want it, but I just don't want to use it. It's so weird. It's a weird thing. It's some, somehow, it's like the more options they give us, the more I want to revert back to the default stuff that's almost boring. I don't know. It's almost like an information overload or something. I don't, it's a very weird phenomenon because in other games like Call of Duty and stuff, I used to, I want the gold, I want the diamond. But in Halo, it's like, I want my gun to be the gun. It's very strange. Moving on to our final topic, which is going to take a little longer, I think. All the quick news is out of the way. This week, we wanted to talk a little bit about game mechanics that have been taken out of Halo that we would love to have back. And by that, I don't mean what game modes do we miss or what gun should be back in the game that's no longer there. Actual mechanics that were in the game and no longer there that we miss. Obviously, there's some major things that like all fans clamor about, but there's a ton of things that are kind of forgotten about. They fly under the radar that... Even thinking back this week on it, there were things that I thought about just kind of running through matches in my head that I was reviewing some of the Conquest earlier today even, and I was like, I totally forgot that was a thing. Why did they take that away? So those are the kind of things we want to hit on a little bit. Feynman, your number one I know is my number one. So do you want to go ahead and run through? We're just going to take turns. We're going to do our top three, and then I have a list of a few other little ones, but I, I want to go through our top three that we, we would like to have in the game and why do you think it was removed if you have any idea and why do you want it back? Um, I mean, we can, we can start with, with yours. I mean, I know it's the same, the same number one, but I kind of replaced mine after I knew it was on your list too. Okay. That's fine. Number one for me, friendly fire. It's in ranked. It should be in every, that's part of halo. Yeah. I, I understand. I, I think they took it out because they were furious with people getting mad over, Oh, he grabbed the sniper before me. I'm going to betray him. And then it becomes an end fight the rest of the match until someone boots the other one, right? Yeah, right. But whatever, that's part of the game. Yeah, especially especially in social. I mean, I'm so sick of running into a room and we play with Naz a lot. He'll throw a nade in. I'm in there. I'm safe. I could be in there with all four people. It takes away a fundamental thing in gunfights. I can run in there and know my other three teammates can bomb that room, and I'm not hurt at all. You know. Or you could rock it right at my feet when I'm around two people. You're not going to get a betrayal. That's part of the game. It should still be in there. Yes, it's in ranked. It should be in all, especially if I don't want to call it social slayer anymore because it's not. The non-ranked modes are kind of a training ground to learn what you got to do to be able to perform in ranked. It's not training you like it should be. It's just dumb that it's not there. Yeah. It, they need to bring that back. That's my number one. And it was the number one thing you brought up too. So I'm interested to see what your new number one is. Am I new number one? Player collision. Yeah. Player collision. I want it back. Uh, I, I am so tired of, and it's happened to me more than once now. It, the first time it was like, oh, okay, haha, that's pretty funny. 
but I'll go to throw a grenade, specifically plasmas, and a teammate will walk through me from behind me, and I will stick them in the back of the head, and I will die <laughs> from my own grenade. Because while they can walk through me, my grenade cannot go through them. Yeah, that is super odd that, like, a lot of projectiles and stuff cannot pass through the teammates. So it'll happen with rockets? Your, your body can. <laughs> and your rockets won't hurt them, but it will hurt you. Yep, and it's, and it's like happened said, to me multiple times. It. And it's not even that situational awareness will help you because it's all dependent on what your teammate does, not you. Why do you think they removed it? I I honestly have no idea why they removed player collision. Um, I think it's just like an annoyance thing. Like I, Call of Duty doesn't have it either. I think I think people just get tired of bumping. I think well, so I watched a video. I think Mint Blitz actually put out about player collision, and maybe he he got some info from other people. I mean, it's it's I don't know who it started with, but you could actually if player collision was a thing you could like launch your teammates all the way across the map either with like the repulsor or just like hitting them a certain way with a vehicle which i mean i feel like you used to be able to do in old halos just launch your teammates across the map yeah i mean there was moon bounces and stuff with warthogs and all that stuff yeah so and then that that kind of goes into my number two which was which was like object physics but i'm not exactly sure what I mean by object physics, honestly. Oh, but like, if I repulsor something that's on the map, like, it doesn't move. Like, it should. Grenades on the stand, they don't move. Any weapons on the stands, they don't move when you repulsor it, right? Teammates don't move because of friendly fire if, mm -hmm. if, you, should, if you go to repulsor them. Um, yet, yet mm -hmm. if I get killed and I fall, my body falls, the nade will roll. Sometimes infinitely. So, fallen grenades, I believe you can repulsor those. So if, they, if they've already been picked up and then dropped. And then there's certain situations where, like, you can't repulsor a vehicle unless, like, you do something special to it. And then you can repulsor it. I don't know. It's, it's weird. Like, the object physics don't work like they used to in old Halos. You think it's just a... My question is, is it intentional? Is it an engine problem? It or is probably, it an, is it an intentional thing due to they added the repulsor and they added the the grapple, which I mean it throws things off. Those are like big time movement yeah. things. Yeah. I, I think they purposely turned it off for that reason. It would probably be really bad if they turned it back on. But going back to the repulsor thing, like if a teammate is getting ready to splatter me in a warthog just because they're not paying attention. I should be able to repulsor that vehicle to save my life. True. And I you just, it, you can't, uh, unless, uh, unless you repulsor at the ground and try to like super jump over it, which uh, I'm not too good at that repulsor jump. I don't know what I'm doing wrong, but. But just, just think of the possibilities. Like yeah, I, I could it, grapple Nate, I could grapple Nate's and let's say a teammate is a, a level under me and the Nate's that are stuck, you know, in their spawn. And I repulsed it, and it, the nades could drop down to the teammate that's right there, and he could restock right there while he's yeah, fighting. I'm, I'm I'm pretty sure, like, if they're dropped grenades from an enemy, I'm pretty sure you can repulsor them. If they're if they're on the stand, you can't. I'll have to check. I think no, I I think that's exactly how it is. I'm saying you should be you can grapple those. Why can't I repulse? What I'm thinking is 
uh, the training map. Or live fire? Live fire. On live fire, right there. On By the scoreboard, you're talking repulse them down into the yeah. yard there. Right there where Invis is, or Overfield is, I mean. I could I could grapple from under there, I could grapple from up there and grab those nades, but I can't repulse them down to a teammate that would be could possibly be fighting somebody that's in the tunnel. Yeah, you're saying you couldn't be up there to cover me while I'm underneath. I throw both my nades off the, you know, the overshield spawn there towards Brutes. Correct. And you repulse them down so I have two more that I can, you know, then Yeah, look at the possibilities of how competitive, if you want to make yeah. it a competitive game, how how uh, serious move that is. Also with capture yeah. the flag too, like being able to repulse a teammate who is carrying the flag, have them jump Ooh, and then yeah. repulse them up into the air. <laughs> It would probably them. suck. I'm not going to lie. Like, yeah, some of that stuff would probably be broken, but those things are in the game and the way they have them behave. Like, first off, right now, it is a pain. I would try to do it over and over again. I just cannot get it right to grapple the flag. Like, I think there should be some, a little bit of magnetism and stuff there to help with that because it, it is a function of the game. And that one is intended. I mean, they used to show that off in previews, but it's super hard. Like, if there's anything else even remotely near, like if a teammate die, you'll grab their gun. Like you will not grab the flag. It is so frustrating. But yeah, that stuff kind of makes it fun. And even if it is like, oh, they got up in what probably what it was, they didn't want people to get up in spots that they didn't plan for them. But that's like part of testing and part of the fun. You used to be able to get up on top of like the skybox and lockout back in Halo 2 with a moon bounce. So yeah, I agree. Bring it back. Conquest, what you got? What's your first one? My first one is kind of my first and second. Okay. You might as well go first and second. That's what Famine did. Both have to do with radar. Okay, the first one is Invis not showing up on the radar. And I know everybody's going to be like, oh, well, other games didn't have it showing up on radar. But in Reach, since we're talking about other games, in Reach, when somebody was Invis, it would show up like 10, 15 red dots. It was a radar jammer. It was was a combined radar jammer. Yeah. I actually like that idea. I Which do like is, that idea. Yeah, so at least it's not just invis, and there's no indication of somebody's around. Invis just creeps up on you. You have no idea. Get killed. And that kind of serves a dual purpose too, really, because in ranked you don't have the radar. So in in ranked play, that invis is still going to be just as powerful as it always is. But in yeah, unranked, you don't have to play, alter it. Yeah, unranked play, you get the dots. You know somebody's invis around you. I love it. Yeah, yeah, and it's. I don't see why it breaks the game. And, like, you don't know how many of those dots are real. You never knew. Like, yes, it could be one invis person, or it could be all four people, but you think half of them are fake. You know what I mean? Yeah, right. It never, it always showed different levels, too. Especially now that you can do it, you don't automatically pick it up. Like, you could, you, you can carry it and put it on at the right moment. I think that absolutely does need to come back. I liked it a lot. I can understand why people don't like it, because, yeah, it kind of gives away invis, but it doesn't if used properly yeah and one of the biggest benefits to being invisible is not having aim assist on you let's be honest <laughs> yeah because most i can see invis pretty well yeah if they're if, if they're moving, moving yeah if you're not moving then once again if the point of invis is to hide and just hide then why is it in the game because it serves no purpose other than hiding and that stops the game like that stops your game you're just sitting there or camping That's an objective. Not yeah, I don't know. What's your number two conquest? Okay, and part two of that is the radar in general. Let's just say there was one person 
if they're walking up to me, obviously there's one red dot. Mm-hmm. But if they're under me and they're walking just directly under me, there's still the red dot, but it's this exactly red, bright red yeah. indicator. So, Go ahead. Yeah, exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah, so you're talking about elevation. So in Reach, they introduced the elevation radar. So you knew when someone was above you, you knew if they were below you. And I double-checked this earlier when you mentioned it, just to just to confirm that it doesn't do this, because it is one of those things that I was like, oh my goodness, they did take that away, and it used to be there, and it was so useful. In Infinite, you cannot, t- if they're, if somebody's near you, they could be above you, they could be below you, it's always a flat red dot. I had Correct. no you idea. Could, you, could be, you could be on the third level of a map, and somebody on the bottom floor, two levels under you, and it would look like somebody's right behind you or right next to you. Which makes yeah. you turn around, and it's not—they're not there because they're two levels under you. Yeah, I had—I yeah, had no idea. See. Just because, so this isn't on my list, but it's something that I definitely would like to see, especially in in the social playlists, and not yes to social. I mean, unranked, a larger radar because right now it is very tight. I don't even look at that radar. I'm gonna be honest. I do not look at my radar because I can hear further than that radar shows you. Yeah, the radar is very, very tight now. Uh, which I don't think is, is good for unranked play. Like, those social playlists, give people a radar. I don't care if they know that I'm running up on them. Yeah. Yeah, but, I mean, even within that small frame, the elevation should be there. And why was it removed? I have no idea. I think they just didn't know how to do it, honestly. Because that serves a, that's a great purpose. Yeah, I think Call of Duty does it best with, like, the little carrots, the arrows above and below the dots. Because wasn't Reach just, if they weren't on your level, it was a light red? It's a, well, it's, yeah, a, it's a faded. It's, a, it's Yeah, it's a, yeah. it's a faded red. Right. You could tell, though. Um, I can't remember if it told if it was above and below. I can't no, you just knew. You just, you you just, just knew they weren't on Reach your level. That if, if I was on the second level... And somebody was on the second level, it would show up bright red like normal. But if, if they were on the first level or the third level, you wouldn't know, but you would know that they were on a different level because it would yeah. be that faded red. Yeah. So, yeah, I think it should be there. I'm going to go with my number two. This one's going to be controversial, and it is from Halo 5. So it's like the worst of the worst. I know a lot of people like Halo 5. It's its own beast. I don't think it really felt like Halo. It was still fun, but it, it did not feel like Halo. What I did like about it, and I was kind of iffy on it until recently where I keep playing Ring Around the Rosie with people because they just keep sprinting. They just run after I break their shields. Your shield should be tied to sprint. There should be a cooldown. I should not be able to break you and you just fully circle and circle and circle without even having to fight. You're just circling until someone comes and helps you when you've already lost, you should have already lost the fight. It is infuriating. Yeah, I kind I want of your agree with that. Tied to your sprint, and I know I was I was a big advocate of that one uh, back in was it Reach Halo Four. I they they had to do that. Well, especially in Halo Four, since everybody started with sprint. Um, and now they your do shields. Again. Your shields need to not come back as quickly if you're sprinting or at all <laughs> until you stop sprinting. Yeah, it's it's super annoying, and people are just doing it more. And more. I've seen it more lately than. I have a long time of just, oh no, I took a few shots. You started shooting me first. I'm just going to run and just run and run and run. And I'm probably 
they're probably like pinging the ground in front of them or calling out to their boys in the party chat like hey come help come help it's like no this is halo there's a dance to it even if i get the first shot on you if you're better than me you can turn around and beat me stand and fight or or go around the corner and come back and surprise fight me you know don't just run and run and scream for help like that is so annoying and with halo being you know the competitive thing that they want it to be now i cannot believe that was like one of the super competitive parts of it i felt was you couldn't really just run and run there was a penalty to it so i don't know why they got rid of it that was about the only thing i liked about the halo 5 multiplayer i did i did not like the thruster and i did not like the ground pound and the spartan smash or whatever that, whatever that thing was called but yeah that was my number two what else you got famine all right so my number three and this is this is a big one for me honestly so it's it's probably all three of mine were kind of like on the same level but number three for me is shooting with a sidearm while holding objects like the oddball or the flag it doesn't have to be as powerful the as oddball? the sidekick yes 100 percent. i want i want to have a sidearm to be able to at least assist my teammates I disagree with the oddball portion. With I'm when I'm holding the oddball. I do too. The only okay, so if they don't give us a sidearm, I want the oddball to to kill in one. Yes, that is on my list. I think I the agree. oddball should absolutely kill in one hit. Uh, I agree and, with that. And if it totally, and if it doesn't, I want the sidearm. I'd I'd honestly rather have the sidearm than the oddball kill in one hit, uh, because then at least you could put a couple bullets into them before you meleeed, and you'd still get the trade, but. The flag makes perfect sense to me. I thought that was a good idea. I think they introduced that in Halo 4. You really, unless you were, you know, a beast, you weren't taking out all the people attacking you. Right? Yeah, and that's and that's one of my things, too. Like, I, I don't help. want it to be sidekick-level sidearm because I think that's too powerful. I mean, you can kill pretty fast with that thing. But mm-hmm. it, it needs to be weaker. But I hate the games that drag out because you have to drop the oddball, to help your teammates in a, in what is essentially a 3v4, you have to drop the oddball to make it even, 4v4, and then you pick the oddball up again, but you've wasted all that time in the engagement instead of holding the oddball. Whereas if you had the sidearm, you could help while still holding the oddball. It would make your numbers a little bit better, so you'd be essentially like a 3.5 versus 4 instead of... 3v4 because it puts you at too much of a disadvantage if you go 3v4 against like perfectly even teams but it would help the games not drag out as long either because you get that oddball game type and those games take forever if those teams are somewhat even yeah and part of the problem is nobody wants to pick it up because then your your hands are tied and you can't help with the action so nobody wants it that is part of the problem and yeah holding being able to hold a pistol would probably help that but it would have to be a weak pistol. Like, almost, you'd almost have to give me a disruptor or something that I knew. Yeah. Not. Or just give wouldn't. you eight, eight bullets. Mm, nah, so you could I'd, only. <laughs> no, I'd, I'd give them more than that. Like, I honestly, if they ever made the sidekick stupidly weak, the sidekick would be perfect for it. Like, I, I think just like a little sidearm pistol that shoots BBs, essentially, is is perfect for that kind of sidekick. They have to add a new weapon into the sandbox. They really they really would when it should be the sidekick anyway. And the uh the the sidekick should be a, like 
I don't know, not necessarily the Magnum, but Ooh. some 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 other sidearm. It's a little bit bigger of a caliber, you know. Yeah. Conquest, what you got for number three? Assassination. Yeah, I'm like I mentioned something about assassination. It is on my list as well. Um, but just because it's fun. I, it is every every game has it. Yep. I understand disadvantages, where if there's two people in a room, and you're creeping up on them, and you hit the assassination on one of them, and the other person obviously, you don't get the drop on them, so they can easily kill you. But in other games, and in Reach, I'm talking about other games like uh, Battlefield, for instance. If I do an assassination on one person, I can let it play out. But if there's two people in there, I can just like double tap it, just like in Reach, and it would do a double melee really quick. And insta kill them. Yeah, and my problem just, with rather, it was it is cool and it's a big like it's essentially like teabagging while you're <laughs> while you're still killing them. This is kind of what it was. It's like a big f you, right? My problem with it was half the time when you go to do it, if they're like like the situation you said where there is two people, you want to beat the first person down and assassinate the other one real fast, but. It was like inaccurate to half the time. It registered that first one as an assassination one, even though I would just tap it. And then I would get locked into that animation and I would be behind on the second fight or I would get yoinked because the other person would hear it and turn around and immediately kill me. Yeah. I need it to be in the game, but really, really recognize, okay, that's a hold and that's a that's a tap. I'll do because one better. It was kinda, you, just don't map it to the same key. Let us Let us be able to map a melee different than an assassination key what are you talking oh, okay. about controller key <laughs> button <laughs> get that just, out just of let here us, just let us map it to a different yeah, button like yeah, like if like i hold reload behind an enemy yeah. right <laughs> you know? if it's a stick would if the stick uh is melee then let me hit b uh, yeah. for it to be an assassination double tap double tap b like you're crouching <laughs> behind the enemy mm-hmm. and it does an assassination <laughs> So, um, it, so it's I'm literally teabagging. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that'll go over well. They think teabagging is like a war crime at this point. It's 2022. So I'm having trouble picking my third one. What I think I'm going to go with dual is... wielding. No, dual wielding. So <laughs> this is the thing. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> There's two on here that. You see in the forums all the time, people are furious they're not in there, right? It is dual wielding and playable elites. That's what people want. I hate playable elites. I think it's cowardly to play that way because it does change the hitbox. So you have everybody shoot. Like, yes, it is center mass. It should be easier. However, something was with those hitboxes that it did. You could not kill them as fast as you could kill a Spartan. I didn't respect people that played it. I thought it was cheap. It's just not the same. Sure, they should be in there, but if so... It should be like Reach did it, and it's Elite Slayer, not where you mix and match. I do not agree with that coming back. Dual wielding, I don't really care. Like, yeah, it was cool, but it wasn't that cool. I stopped using it Yeah, I was just throwing, throw, throwing that out there because it came to my, top yeah, of my those, head. Those but, are good but ones. But that's, that's something I, I do not care. I actually, I wouldn't mind playable Elites, uh, especially in, in unranked playlists. In the ranked playlists, absolutely not. It just depends. I mean, Halo's about even ground, right? So if everybody's an Elite... That's fine. If it's Elite Slayer, that's fine. I mean, I guess I could I can concede to that if everybody was an Elite, but definitely not being able to, to select your default. I hate Elites in Tax Slayer or 
what used to be SWAT. <laughs> yeah, now they would spawn with stalker rifles. You know it. But uh, so my actual third, like I said, I went back and forth. I skipped over the dual wielding playable elites because dual wielding, absolutely yes, not. <laughs> absolutely <laughs> not. I don't want to see that come back. The pink mist. You don't want to see dual wielding oh, needlers. My gosh, no, no. It was a time to be alive. Although, if you dual wield the plasma pistol, it might actually be worth something now. <laughs> so, I'm, yeah, I'm going to, speaking of that, I'm going to group that in. I'm, this is technically a two-parter, but I'm going to loop it into one because it, it all involves vehicles. So, I know we said you can't ask for a gun because I feel like that's lazy. So, I would have asked for a laser, but I'm going to say the way the vehicles are and everything, I think since we don't have the laser, and I can't ask for a gun. A, I think the plasma pistol still needs to stun vehicles. It's stupid that it doesn't. Sure, we have the shock rifle and the shock grenades. They're not the same. And, yes, we have the skewer, but now the skewer doesn't take out vehicles as fast as it should either. Yeah, the skewer feels absolutely weak against against the vehicles now. Yeah, so I want... What is it, a three-shot? I think it's two, but it doesn't... I think it is two, but you... On the warthog, if one of those shots isn't the weak spot, which I'm be honest, I don't even I don't even know where the weak spot of the warthog is anymore. I've shot it like in the in the front hood, in the tires. I feel like the tires should do less damage. <laughs> You'd think, <laughs> but yeah, plasma pistols should stun them. And if we're not getting the laser, and the skewer's not, it's not good enough for me right now. It's not strong enough. I think you bring back the, especially for the air vehicles. Give me the rocket launcher homing ability again. That was always there. I don't know why it's gone now. That's actually one of the special rockets is the ability. It, for it is in the campaign. Yeah. And it's that should be the default. There was no reason to split that off. Yeah, I agree. Was that three from all of us? Should I go over my honorable mentions here? Yeah. Okay. This one. I know a lot of people hated this, but hear me out. The heavy breathing while sprinting from reach. That is an awesome sound cue. Like, yeah, it was super annoying when you were sprinting. But it stopped, like, you could hear where people were on the map at all times. Like, if they were sprinting up on you, you knew, right? It was an audio cue. Audio is important. So I do like that heavy breathing that was in reach. I get why you wouldn't like it. A lot of people complained. Yeah, I actually I actually enjoyed it. I mean, I didn't, I didn't mind listening to that heavy breathing all that, the time. Me, the thing was, like, reach, into the that background. was put in there intentionally so that you could hear that. So people couldn't, like, like sh- shock and surprise you. Bungie knew what they were doing. Everything they put in that game, all the abilities, they knew they, they had a counter. They had a downfall to it. Like, yes, Sprint made you move faster. It had a cooldown, and people could hear you coming, but you were able to get into the fight faster. It was even. I don't know. Like I said, super annoying, but it was a beautiful thing. BTB should go back to being 8v8. I don't, I think, what is it, 12v12 now? It's too chaotic. I agree. Except for the uh, social big team battle that, that can stay 12v12. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the Fiesta I, playlist. The, those weird, fun, wacky modes, sure. But like if you're doing Capture the Flag, 8v8, you could wipe four or five people. By the time you're like able to really wipe more people, the other people you wiped are, are, are back already. Like it, yeah. so it's I just would, too much. I would, either, I would either say change it back to 8v8, which... I like better. The other option would be to increase Extendary the spawn. spawn timer. Yeah, I can see that both ways, but I just think it's too chaotic with that many bodies. I agree. And the, the map, it's not even like they can say, oh, the maps are so much bigger than they used to be that we needed more people. That ain't it. 
these maps aren't any bigger than they used to be. If yeah, you, and, some and of them you, are smaller. You move faster. Like, hey, some of the Halo 3 maps were pretty big. Oh, yeah. For 8 on 8. And but they had ways to move faster that weren't sprinting. And that's yeah, another and in, one of my points. Man. And in this one, 12v12, like, you can sprint. There are vehicles. It, like, you can just get around the map so much faster now than you could in Halo 3. So 12v12 is almost too much. You can yeah, be, like, the sprint, So the sprint, I can see where it would be an argument to go against this next point. Uh, this next point is, once again, this is, like, a small, tiny thing that they've cut and nobody's talking about, and I'm sure they cut because of sprint. There's no more teleporters on the maps. I was uh, they were just to get your... thinking about that the other day. Yeah, I was like, what? those were fun. Yes, people would camp them and stuff, but, I mean, Reach had teleporters, and they had sprint in that game. They're yeah. just, it's not a deal breaker. Like, I don't really care that they're not there, but they that was an extra level that maps had. You know what I mean? It was a, a different dynamic. Yeah. There's no reason not to take it, like, bring it back. And, and you know, in the same vein, Reach's low-gravity areas on some of the maps. It was... It's just a weird thing, but it kind of made some of the maps. I hated the low gravity areas. I could deal without those. Yeah, but it, I do it want was the an, teleporters. It was it was an additional dynamic to certain maps, right? You didn't. Yeah. <laughs> and was, once again, know, I'm, I'm fine thing. with those things being in like unranked playlists, but there's just something about the zero G that I don't want in ranked playlists. And you're really not gonna like this last one. Also, teleporters <laughs> being in ranked. Um, this last one. I was a fan of, I actually think, if I'm not mistaken, the community hated it. And I don't even know if it was a bug or a feature, but being in reach, it was only in reach. If you meleeed at the proper time and brought your forearm up, you could block the sword for one hit in reach. And I loved that. It was awesome. It was super hard to time, but you could do it. Yeah. I I loved it. I feel like I feel like that has happened to me in Infinite, but it was it definitely like a desync situation. I don't think that's an actual mechanic in Reach or in Infinite, like it was. In I don't Reach. think it was, I don't. I still don't know if it was in Reach. To this day, I don't know. I haven't done research on it. I can't remember. But yeah, that was cool. That, those were just the ones I could think of this week. Just you know, off the top of my head, reminiscing about old games, mostly Reach, because, I mean, that's the one I have most experience with, Reach and 3 forward. I did play Halo 2 online, but, I was, you know, I was a youngin'. Yeah, I think the Repulsor kind of takes, takes care of the kind of melee block of the sword. Uh, like, I I don't really agree with that one. I don't think that should that should make a comeback. That's what the Repulsor's for. Yeah, but there's only one Repulsor. Yeah, well. It still took your shield, to be fair. <laughs> You still got hurt. Yeah, but so did so did the the sword player too, right? Like you melee them. And you I take can't their remember. Shield. I think maybe it might have been less damage. Maybe. It's like been a long time since I've done shield, it. But but those are just a few. If you're listening to the podcast and you have more, send them our way. I'd love to hear them. So you ready to move on to twenty questions? It's gonna be short and sweet this time. I promise. You're gonna get it. It's time for redemption. All right. Let's. Do- did you hear the excitement on my? In my town. I believe in you. I believe in y'all last week. That was on me. Okay. I shouldn't have believed in you as much as I. We, we toned it way back this week. You know, it was, a, questioning it, was a little, it was a little cheap. It was a little cheap last week. It wasn't. You didn't know the lore. <laughs> and that's not on me. Virgil's an AI. However, Virgil is not an AI. Being controlled <laughs> by an engineer. I, I still don't know if that's accurate. Superintendent's uh, well, an AI. That's... 
that's what I'm going with. Virgil's an AI. Um, all right. So who's who's so you have you have the word, or yes. All right. Who's you, starting? You first, Conquest. I think I started last time. Maybe I didn't. He started last time. Oh well, but it's fine. <laughs> you can keep the same format. So it's a character. Yes, that's not a question. And I will be keeping track this week of how many you ask. Listening back to it last week after editing, I think I did short you one question, but you didn't even have, you were already over it. So. Is this character human? Yes. Question two. Is this character a Spartan? Yes. Well, you really narrowed that field down fast. (laughs) Yeah, because it's fair this time. (laughs) (laughs) I, yeah. so I had a hard mode one for the record. I, this was there was an easy and a medium. All right, I went with all right. easy. If we, this well, week. if we crush, if we crush the easy one, maybe we'll have time for the medium one. Okay, go for it. Question three: uh, Is this character a male? Yes. Oh, should I do this question conquest? Let's go with: <laughs> Was this character on reach? Yes. To be fair, almost all of them were. No, not the later Spartans. Reach was already gone, baby. <laughs> okay, true. The Spartan fours were not. Does this character die on Reach? No. And now for my question. No, I'm just not, kidding. <laughs> not that I know of. I don't think so now. This is just games. I'm not going extended lore. I haven't researched some of these people as much as I should have. Okay, so they didn't die on Reach. And now I'm trying to think of Look, this is already thrown him. You're on question six. I know, but I'm I'm trying to think of who didn't die on Reach. But they were on reach. It could be. Does this character fight Atriox? <laughs> Not that I know of. So we should have a relatively small pool that didn't die on reach. Yeah. And I can't think of any of the Spartans that survived on to be honest. Is this character still alive? So I'm looking at the wiki right now. It says is unconfirmed whether or not they survived a certain event. I would say yes. It's a Spartan. Spartans never die. They're missing in action. As far as I know. That's a great loophole. That is a great loophole. <laughs> Spartans never die. Question eight. Is it my question? Is it conquest? It's yours. He just asked if he died on reach. Or if, if, if he asked, you asked if he died still on alive. reach. Oh, yeah. He conquest. Asked if he's still alive. Still alive. To which I, yes. Man. Oh, boy. You're better than this, famous. Come on. Even though, <laughs> even though I'm pretty. If if we give if we give a guess and we get it wrong and it's wrong you lose. No, I don't think that's how it should be. It should just take that question. <laughs> no, that's how it is. That's not how it is. I got this format. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll take our twelve guesses. Does this character <laughs> does this character black out at the end of the Reach campaign? What? Uh, no. <laughs> It was my was roundabout. Noble Six question? Yeah, that was my roundabout way of asking if it was Noble Six. Because technically, you never see him die. True. You're not wrong. Not Noble Six. Character fight chief. No. Come you on, know, I, I, have, I have a huge, okay, huge loophole right here. <laughs> okay. Hey, if it works, it works. You're, you're at, um, this will be 10. So. Wait, what was Conquest's last question? Does this person fight chief? That was a, is this a Spartan lock question without asking if it's a Spartan lock question. Was lock on reach? Lock wasn't on reach. No, he wasn't. Um, uh, no, he, unless he was a normal soldier. Although technically, 
that could be Buck as well because Buck was on reach as a soldier and he did help fight Chief. So that could have worked as well. It's true. Continue though. Now, now I lost my train of thought. I was going to ask. A you question. had a loophole. Oh, you oh, said. Okay. Okay. This is a big question, and I feel like I know the answer, so it's kind of going to be a throwaway question. But is this character part of the typical game canon or the show? The show? No. This is game. <laughs> I'm not messing with show. No, this is all game canon. Okay. That is ten. Game. Okay. So the character is still alive. Mm-hmm. So just to help. You're overthinking things to a point where you're forgetting what Spartans do. Maybe think about armor colors, specialties, things like that. You know it's a male Spartan that was on reach. Right, Most right. Spartans. Yeah, like... Uh... Like Kelly's super fast, right? Everybody has a specialty. Yeah, as this character shoots sniper rifle. Yes. All right, Conquest, I'm giving the guess. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm about to say, specialty on reach, okay. Uh, and it made me remember, I was thinking, hey, there was one that kind of survived and we don't know. Uh, this this character is June. It is June. I can't believe it took you that long to get to June. Y'all forgot he didn't die, didn't you? Yep. I know, I didn't think about it until I was like, he escorted Halsey off. Yeah. Yep. My favorite of the Noble Team Spartans. <laughs> I know. And I was like, okay, I was like, this is the famine of our Spartan group, and it's from Conquest's favorite Halo. So they'll get this immediately. I was thinking of like fall into reach, like every Spartan's been to reach. I know. And I was like, uh, it's going to be like Linda or something. I wanted like it to be Linda. I Linda, Linda will make I an appearance I, in the I, future because I, I know that's I your favorite. Picked, I would have picked Linda off instantly. You know, some people say, and I don't know, I think they confirmed it wasn't, but canonically it makes more sense that the the spartan at the end of reach that you look over to the right is actually linda in her cryopod because she was already hurt chief was chief wasn't in in cryo already they put her in there and they all wore that armor they all wore that that green yeah so i actually like the idea that it's, that was linda better and when i was thinking i was thinking oh it's uh i was thinking it's probably like sam or something i was thinking okay he didn't die on reach but he's been to reach i'm thinking he's dead Oh yeah, you're right. It's, any it's Sam. Any it's Spartan Sam. class. Yeah, they were all were there. trained on Reach. Yeah, they they grew up there, right? Yeah, that where they were trained. Is, even when Reach was, when you're talking about falling to Reach, they were all there. Remember, they sent like 28 groups of four there teams, 28 like 28 or 30 teams to Reach, and they were all split up. Remember, because Chief had to get Chief was with the blue team. Yeah, and yeah. then. Also, they got split up, but then there was like other teams there. There mm-hmm. was like green team, and there were so, so that means there was like thirty different groups. Of yeah, they were all there. Like I said, Fighting. all the Spartan twos were there. So like, I'm pretty sure they were. That's where they got their armor and everything. I don't remember 100, percent but I'm almost positive. I said it better be, not be that Spartan that works. That used to be a Spartan that works for the Covenant that they find in the tunnel. Remember when they're, you know, what I'm talking about. <sighs> In Reach, in Halo and Tariq. Yeah, it's in Halo and Tariq. But anyway, when we when we were talking about Spartans that didn't die on Reach, the only thing that I could see in my mind was Emil's death, and just his cutscene was playing over and over in my mind. <laughs> Emil's the one that you think of? Because I think yeah. of George, like where he throws him off the ship. Like, that's the one I think of. He's or like, Cat. Cat gets just picked off. Oh, yeah. 
that Carter, I mean, he's a leader and he just kind of, you know, nose dives into a scarab. But yeah, uh, not, like yes, it's noble, but it's not not as memorable as the others. But anyway, that took a little longer, so we can next week is going to be a little harder than that one. Um, but it's still not bad. We did we did good this week. Yeah, that was a good job. You got redemption. Next week is for the tiebreaker. But with that redemption, we are now at the end of the episode. Next week, we'll get into more news as it occurs. And as always, we want to thank you for hanging out. If you have any topics you'd like us to talk about or just want to tell us how we're doing, you can always reach us at halotmbpodcast at gmail.com or hit us up on Twitter at The Master Brief. In the meantime, this has been The Master Brief Podcast. We'll see you next week. Da-na-na-na. Da-na-na-na-na.